Hello. Hi. Ah, uh, what say you? I don't know. Uh. <laughs> um, this this is Chardonnay and DNA, and that's Becky. And that's Rachel. Oh, you're just getting it right out of the way. Yeah, sorry. No, that's um, fine. I, I said this is like three times before I could bring myself to this, actually say this, the name. This. <laughs> this is, this is, uh, what is this again? What is, who are we? Who am I? Where are we? What yeah. year is it? <laughs> Fuck. Um, so we are doing BuzzFeed quizzes for icebreakers because we just couldn't come up with anything better and we like BuzzFeed quizzes. I love them. I love them. Um, so Becky found one and I found one. Yes. Which one do you want to do first? Okay, well, the one I found is because I'm on a huge Handmaid's Tale kick because season four just came out. Mine is, what Handmaid's Tale character are you? I was super nervous because I didn't want to get an asshole because there's lots of assholes on that show. Who did you get? Uh, Myra. Oh, Myra's the shit! Mm-hmm. I got Janine. I mean, okay. Janine... <laughs> I like her character, even if she's crazy. She's kooky as fuck, but no, I like her too. And you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I can see it more. Yeah, what's the little blurb about her that it says? Oh, well, shit. I didn't even look at that. Oh. Oh, oh okay. You are a huge optimist, wrong. Making the best of every situation. Ah, that's so fucking false. No, that's not right. I'm I'm a I'm a realist. I I don't like to be overly negative or positive. I just kind of like to take things as they come and yeah. Um, but what I can understand about this for me is, do you remember how you might not be at that point, and it's not spoiling anything, but Janine came into this revolution like hot, like she was pissed. Uh, and no, she I'm not that's there ha- yet. Okay, that's and like, but you know what happened to her, right? Like that happens quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, spoiler alert, just don't listen to this, like, skip 30 or whatever. She gets her eye fucking plucked out because of it. Um, Because she, like, yes. raises hell at first. So I could see that, where I would be really... Oh, I thought Im- you meant, like, further along. I'm sorry. Oh, no, but, like, well, later it does... There's a flashback episode where it shows that she's, like, really pissed and, like, okay, can't believe okay. this is happening. She's outraged. I could see that being me at first, and then I just get fucking, like, I just get beaten down. <laughs> okay. I could see that. I could definitely see yeah. that. Um, yeah, that makes sense. And you got Moira. What's her little blurb thing? Uh, rebe- rebellious in nature, even the strongest societal norms can't make you conform. Nice. Okay. That's yeah, cool. So, not bad. Moira's yeah, a cool ass lesbian. I like her. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. No problem there. Um, and the other one that we did was, uh, eat like a toddler for a day and we'll tell you which Rugrats character you are. Yep. Um, I fucking love the Rugrats so much so that when I was young, I like, I'm talking before I could really talk and was like, so crawling and shit, you know, mm-hmm. I knew when it was on and I would plop myself down in front of the TV until someone would turn it on for me. So. Oh, yeah, Rugrats great show. Rugrats, Hey Arnold, Doug. Uh, all of it. Angry Beavers, like, the cartoon. <laughs> I love I Angry Beavers. I forgot about the Angry Beavers. Cat Dog, Ah, Real Monsters, like, classics. Um, yeah, so, uh, 
I'm very unhappy with mine. Uh, I got Angelica. Fucking bitch. And it says, you like to take charge and get mad if things don't go your way, which is not wrong. Um, and, well, at least that's how you were as a kid. I would like to point out that's how I am as an adult, not mm-hmm. as a child. I was not like that as a child. <laughs> but then you just got so. older and bitchier. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. So I think she's painted in a very bad light. and She's probably misunderstood, she's- yeah. It's more of a, you know, you tell little girls not to be bossy. Uh, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, looking back at it as a, an adult, don't get me wrong. She did some fucked up shit. I'm not saying she was the greatest, but, like, it's one of those, like, it's a gender thing, I think. And, and the other thing is, she was a fucking three-year-old. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, what three-year-old is going to be? Yeah. yeah. Three-year-olds are dicks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She had a boss-ass mom. She did. You got shit done. Yeah. Kind of like a sensitive, like dorky dad, which I thought was cute. Yeah. Perfect. So. Um, so don't take too much stock into that result though, because this um this quiz is fucking rigged, and I'll tell you why. Okay. All right. So I also got Angelica Pickles. Okay. However, I like to do this thing where if if like me and like someone else that I kind of think we might not have put in the same exact answers, um, yeah. I always retake it and do like the opposite answer of what I, of what I would say. Okay. Okay. So I did that and I got Tommy pickles. I was like, okay, so maybe this is like consistent, but then I was like, oh, I want to read the blurb about Angelica. Cause I didn't really read it. So I went back, put in the exact answers I got when I first got Angelica and then I got Tommy pickles. Oh, that's weird. So it's like fucking rigged. It's like yeah, I put in the exact right. same ones I got Angelica Angelica and Tommy are like polar fucking opposites, practically nemesis, nemeses. Yeah. Um, so that's a load of bullshit. So don't don't worry too much. Okay, that makes me. Who better. is your favorite Rugrats character? Oh, I love Phil and Lil. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, they're funny. I I just I don't know. I just love them. I love their mom. Mm. <laughs> uh. Her mom was totally a lesbian. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. And, and the her... little Howard was like, was it Howard? Yeah. Yeah. That was like her beard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, but Chucky is more relatable to me because of his anxiety. <laughs> I love, no, I fucking love Chucky. He's so cute. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. he's just always trying to be like, oh, guys, uh, maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's 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 like adorable, and I find him like very endearing. Yeah, who is your favorite? It's probably Chucky. I really like Chucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. That was a fun, nostalgic moment. Yeah, we have a couple of um, updates, exciting ones. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Go right ahead. Jump into it. Okay, so I have an update on Purvis Payne. He um has not yet been like exonerated or not exonerated but on so three days ago what was that on monday yeah i will read this innocence project post from instagram today thanks to your support both chambers of the tennessee legislature passed bipartisan legislation to modernize the state's intellectual disability law and prevent the unconstitutional execution of people with intellectual disabilities like Purvis Payne. Now it's up to Governor Bill Lee to sign the petition into law. 
This is a major step forward toward justice for Purvis and many others, but the fight is not over. Add your name to Purvis's petition at the link in the bio and tag five friends to sign uh, to help him reach one million supporters. And I quote, this is a quote from Kelly Henry, one of Purvis Payne's attorneys. Um, she said, we applaud the legislature for legislature for answering our Supreme Court's call and making sure our laws conform to the U.S. and Tennessee constitutions. We especially appreciate the leadership of Representative, um, it's the, it's his like Instagram handle, G.A. Hardaway, um, and the Tennessee Black Caucus, who fought hard for the passage of this urgently needed legislation. So sorry, I was letting the dogs ride out their barking so that Harry could remove it. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, still not quite there, but definitely taking steps. So that's good, good yeah, shit. Absolutely. That's that good shit we like to hear. Yes, it is. Keep um, keep signing the petition. Um, if you just Google change.org purpose pain, you'll you'll find that one. I actually looked at it today. It was at about 430,000. The goal is 500. Uh, so that one's kind of creeping along. And then the Innocence Project one, if you go to at um, Innocence Project on Instagram, the link in their bio uh, has the petition. And I can look up to see what that one's at. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll make sure we post it too. Yes. Uh, no. Oh, that one is at 734,414 out of 1 million that they're wow. looking for. So it's getting there. Yeah, absolutely. So go sign the petition if you haven't already. We've told you 3,000 times. Yeah. So fucking listen. Please. Man's life is on the line. Like, literally, like, that's not a joke. Like, really legit. Is. Like, I'm not joking. Like, yeah, like, I didn't yeah. mean that to be joking. Like, like I'm not, legit is on I'm the not line. saying, like, if I don't get wine in my body right now, I'm going to die. Like, that is obviously not yeah. the case. But this is literally, like, the case. Right. Yeah. Um, my update is about the Summerton Man. Yes. Um, so, they are going oh, and to. and thank you to Lauren for pointing this out. She sent me this. And I was like, oh, fuck. Thank you, Lauren. She's the best. You sweet angel baby. Thank yeah. you. Yep. Um, the Summerton man, his body is getting exhumed and they are going to do DNA testing. Um, there is no date set for the exhumation yet, but the attorney general said that it's going to happen soon, like quickly. Isn't um, that bonkers? What did I'm so fucking excited. They did say that there is going to be issues extracting the DNA because his body was embalmed. Okay. And the embalming material does break down DNA and genetic material. They can do so it, though. They can do it. They have to. They have to. It is 70 years old at this point. They're going to have an anthropologist on site when they exhume the body to make sure that the bones are handled properly. Um, and uh, they're going to try and do whatever DNA testing they can. Um, and th the article was in, like, it made sure to point out that, like, this is not the same type of DNA, obviously, they use for criminal investigations. That's, like, 36 different variants is what they said. This is genealogical DNA, which is 800,000 different, like, variants that they have to check. Okay. So. Did uh, they say why in that article they decided to do this? Just updated interest in the case. Wow. Okay. Uh, the That's South cool. 
South Adelaide Police Department or police, whatever, like apparently got the funding and want to do this. Wow, that's awesome. At least that's what the article said. I don't know. So, yeah. Okay. Um, So hopefully we will have an update on who the Somerton man is. Wouldn't that be? I'd like to think it's because of our podcast (laughs) that they decide. (laughs) That would be so great. But I, well, I mean, there's people who listen in Australia, but. What if they were like, oh, what if they were like, you know what? We got to fucking, we got to start a grassroots movement. Yeah. This man identified. Wouldn't that be nuts, though, if they found out and we got to like update that? Oh, my God. I just want to know who he is. I just need this mystery solved. Because that was the one where it kind of sounded like it could be like a government spy thing, right? Like, yes. Because I did the one from Unsolved Mysteries. Right. And then I was like, oh my God, this makes me think of Summerton Man. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then it was like, it was possible that like his lover was in the town and he ended up killing himself because like there was all these crazy stories. So I just want to know. That's so, yeah. the wildest. Yes, very exciting. Um, anything else? No, I don't think so. All right, I'm gonna get into my story. Do it. Um, there's gonna be a whole lot of nailed it moments because this is a story from uh Pakistan. Ooh. And yeah. I cannot fucking speak that language, and I'm gonna do my best. Okay. Um there there's not a lot of DNA in this. Let me just give you a heads up. <laughs> I'm, okay, uh, but I read this story and I was like, "What the actual fuck?" And that's always a they good did story. like yeah, and they did like carbon dating and like other things like that that are like kind of DNA ish, but not really. You know what I mean? Like yeah, obviously it's not DNA, but it's kind of like you know, it's along the same lines. So I'm calling it that it's okay. Yep, um, I support that. Okay, on October nineteenth, two thousand, Pakistani authorities received a recording of a man claiming to have a mummy for sale. Great. I don't know what I expected to be sold on the black market, like organs, maybe like stolen artwork and jewelry. But I like, I sure as shit was not expecting mummies to be on the list. But here Um, we are. No, but yeah, I guess it happens. What grade were you in in the year 2000? Oh, that's a really good question. I feel like I was in like sixth grade, but I could be very wrong. Mm. Uh, I have to like, I have to add. That would probably be about right. Like you were like, what, like 11? Yeah, 1989. 2000 minus 1989. Right around 11, 10, 11. So I think like sixth grade. I was in first grade. Oh, oh my goodness. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, no. Just putting that out there. <laughs> yeah. I was just starting, like, the beginning of my uh, decline into debauchery. Oh, middle school. Blah. Right? Yeah. Who fucking... Yeah. Who, if, you, if any of you out there liked middle school, go fuck yourself. <laughs> if any of you out there liked high school, go fuck go yourself. Go fuck yourself. Um, if I ever hear one more person say, it's the best years of your life. In what fucking universe? No, college is. And I can attest to that fact. College oh. is great. Anything below college sucks dick, and I don't want to hear another word. I anyway. hate it all. But <laughs> 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 um, okay, so 
The video was taken by a man. Essentially, I guess it was like a commercial trying to sell this mummy on the black market. Mm-hmm. Um, his man, the man's name was Ali Akbar. And he was a Karachi resident. And he was trying to sell the mummy for 600 million rupee, which is about 11 million US dollars. Okay. And that Apparently that's in, not... <clears throat> that was in 2000, so... Whatever, yeah, whatever it would be now. Million in two thousand. I just want to say that I was reading because I was like, "Holy shit, that's a lot of money!" But I guess for like an ancient artifact that they're claiming, it's not that much. Mm. What is the today's equivalent? Bet you something Dragon Boy wouldn't even bat an eyelash at. Probably not. Yeah. Um. Okay. No. Oh, Eleven. I'm looking. I'm. I have to put it in the stupid calculator. I'm just curious. I am too. What? Why is it doing this? Okay. It won't. Um, it won't figure it out. No, it's just it's like capping me at a at a million instead of eleven million. Eleven million. Well, what is a million? Okay, a million is. Oh, it's only like it's one million five hundred thirty-eight thousand and one hundred ninety-three dollars and ninety-six cents. So it's really not that much more. No. Okay. Okay. Like, so okay. Um. So Pakistani authorities tracked down Akbar because obviously selling an ancient historic artifact is illegal as shit. Um, And after they interrogated him, he led them to the remains that were being stored in the house of tribal leader Wali Muhammad Riki. Um, He lived in a town that is like the capital of Pakistan's uh, southwestern Balo, this is important for later, and I'm going to mess this up. Balo Chistan province, and it borders Iran and Afghanistan. Okay. Uh, Riki told police that he had received the mummy from an Iranian man named Sharif Shah Baki, who claimed that he found it after an earthquake in a nearby town. Because that's how you find mummies. Uh, Riki and Blake were agreeing to sell the mummy. And split the profits. Or Baki. Sorry, my my thing autocorrected to bake. Because Baki, you know, isn't a word. So I was just reading. So Riki and Baki were agreeing to sell the mummy and split the profits. And uh, it's still not really clear where Akbar falls in. If he was, like, hired to sell it or what's going on. Okay. Uh, Riki and Akbar were charged with violating Pakistan's Antiquity Act. Which carries a 10-year maximum sentence. Baki remains at large. They still have not found him. Oh, oh no. Okay. Yeah. The mummy was wrapped in an ancient Egyptian style, rested in a gilded wooden coffin with cuneiform carving inside of a stone sarcophagus. The cuneiform, I'm probably saying that wrong, but it's a logosyllabic script that was used to write in several languages of the ancient Near East. Okay. Yeah. Is it almost like is it almost like hieroglyphics? Question. Kind kind of, but it's okay. like it's more like they're writing like sent like full sentences. Okay. Like okay. Yeah. Um, 
the coffin had been carved with a large Faravahar image. A Faravahar is one of the most well-known symbols of the Iranian people. The symbol originates as the winged sun, and it's used by various powers of the ancient Near East. Uh, even though she was mummified in an Egyptian style, uh, she was not Egyptian. Hmm. i get into that in a minute. Oh, I have theories already. The mummy was laid atop a layer of wax and honey and was covered by a stone slab. She was wearing a beautiful gold crown and a mask. The inscription on her gold breastplate read, I am the daughter of the great King Xerxes. I am... I'm going to fuck this up. I even listened to them say it. Verdogane? Nailed it. Yeah, close enough. I am. King Xerxes was the greatest ruler of the Achaemenid Empire of Persia, and he ruled from 486 to 465 BC. So it made the mummy from somewhere around 600 BC. The math on this is fucking me up because BC obviously goes down and not up. Yeah. But yeah, so supposedly this is the daughter of King Xerxes. Until that time, mummification was considered an exclusive Egyptian process. So the idea of a non-Egyptian mummy was like this gigantic deal. She was Persian. She wasn't Egyptian. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, The researchers raised several theories for why there might be a Persian mummy. The leading one is that Ro, we're going to call her Ro. I'm very sorry. I just don't want to keep butchering it and I feel bad. Uh, she might have married an Egyptian and -hmm. requested their burial custom as a result. Okay. Um, Another possibility was that she had been captured as a child. That's what I was was thinking, like, was she kidnapped or something? Right. And raised by Xerxes as his daughter, but was originally Egyptian by birth, so she was mummified as a way of honoring her roots. Um, Since this was such a huge discovery... This led to this big argument between all the governments, obviously. Iran said that the mummy belonged to them. Pakistan said the mummy belonged to them. The region, that Balakistan province, mm-hmm. they tried to claim her because that's where the body was found. Well, um, yeah. Yeah, so everyone's arguing over who gets to keep this mummy because it's such a gigantic deal. Um, oh my god, you know, can for... you imagine if like that launched us like into a world war? Oh my god, I know. <laughs> So over this archaeological thing, even the Taliban tried to claim that they had a right to the princess. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, While the governments argued, the princess remained in the Pakistan National Museum. There she was being able to be studied by researchers so they could figure out what the fuck was going on. Okay, I'm sorry, but like, finders, keepers, losers, weepers. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, truly, that's the way you look at it. And it's. I guess there's some kind of weird doctrine that, like, says essentially the body should go, like, the artifact should go back to the country that it is originally from or some shit. So that's why they were, like, all arguing. All fighting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So CT scans revealed that she was a woman standing at four foot, seven inches tall. Was she an adult? So sources vary on her age. One page said she was only 16. Another said she was older than 21, but still a young woman. Okay. So, and later on, I'm going to give you an even weirder age. 
So um, nobody really fucking knows. That's the short. She was just like a little lady. Yes. Yes. Uh, The scan showed that all of her internal organs had been removed and her abdominal cavity had been filled with a powdery substance. Uh, Photos of the breastplate, pieces of the mat that she lay on and carvings from her coffin were sent off for testing. Here's where shit gets fucky. Okay. The map was carbon dated by a lab in Germany, and it had been made within the last 50 years. What the fuck? The wood from inside of her sarcophagus dated to within 250 years. What? And there were, and there were pencil marks, like lead pencil marks, around the inscriptions on the breastplate, which suggested that they had been written out before being inscribed. And, you know, newsflash, the ancient Persians didn't exactly have lead pencils. Okay, but di- but and they're, but they're sure, though, that the actual body itself is as old as they originally believed. Maybe. Okay. But maybe um, not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I don't want to give it away. Okay. Um, also, the inscriber of the of the breastplate had actually used the later Greek version of the princess's name. Rodogane, instead of the accurate Persian version, Wardagana. So, this is just a big fucking hoax, isn't it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some other problems with the inscription that made it not accurate, like just like the way that it was worded and positioned, that sort of thing. From that point on, things just got more and more fraudulent. Uh, copies of the CT and x-rays were sent to an expert in Egyptian mummification techniques. The removal of the brain in mummification is a really delicate process for the mummification ritual. And this one was a fucking hack job. Uh, they just like ripped that shit out like pumpkin guts. (laughs) Yes, pretty much. no. (laughs) It resulted in multiple broken bones. Uh, but the biggest mistake that they made was that they multiple her broken bones within like her face and her head. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, the biggest mistake that they made was that they removed her heart. The heart was not in the cavity, which is significant in the ancient mummification process, as it would be the medium for the resurrection of the dead. Hmm. So no Egyptian would have ever done that in a mummification process. The heart always remained. Hmm. Um, physicians continued to examine her body and realized that she still had tissue and tendons and ligaments that would have never remained intact if she had truly died in 600 BC Mm -hmm. or even just a few decades ago. So this body was a new body. (laughs) Um, And as they took, yes. But how do they, I just don't get how they didn't, notice that at first like wouldn't that be like wouldn't it be in like uh such a different level of decay if that if it were that old so it's not really decay is the issue it's like a oh, drying out because it was mummified okay right okay okay that makes more sense yeah. so it, it essentially it like freezes time kind of like yeah okay yeah. um and at first glance you know if you're not an expert and you're not tearing the body apart yeah. you're not gonna know any of that Okay, so. yeah, that may I was say I forgot that it was fucking mummified. Durr, okay. Right, right. Um okay, so the body was a new body, and as they took 
a closer look, they realized that her back had been broken by a blunt object that had struck her from the right side. Her neck had been broken because a vertebrae in it veered off so severely it was at a 90 degree angle. Mm. And uh, so like that just that wasn't right. Um, And they tested the substance in her abdominal cavity and she had been stuffed with table salt and baking soda. Um, which I bet they didn't just have in the 600s or the fuck Yeah, ever. 600 BC at all. Yeah. Ever. Um, radiocarbon testing showed that this woman had died in 1996, only four years prior. What? <gasps> yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they just tried to make it look like, okay. Yeah. They, like, used drying agents on her skin, and that salt in the baking soda also helped to dry her body out. Oh, that's next-level shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told you this was fucking weird. Whoa, yeah. Yeah. Um, so her teeth had been removed after her death. In Dental my records, mind. records, baby. Yep. I was like, that's maybe to stop identification. Yep. Um, her hip joint, pelvis, and backbone were damaged before the body had been filled with the powder. And there's some different theories about what happened here. So some people believe that some grave grave robbers pulled up a recent body to make a mummy forgery and get some cash. There's, There's actually a really big fake artifact and art ring in that area. So it's not unreasonable to think that. No, I, I honestly, I, no, I, 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 I don't doubt that. I'm just yeah. like, oh my god, people probably fucking do that. Oh, they do. There's, they have like experts <gasps> who do it. That is so. Oh god, mm, you, such bad juju, such bad juju. I hope that. I hope that body. I hope that soul haunts you. And whoever did this knew what they were doing. Granted, they didn't take the care and process that like an actual ancient Egyptian would have done with this ritual process. Cause they don't give a shit about that. They give a shit about making money, you know, and making it look real. But would you so, not think that there, it's going to get tested? That, that would be the first thing I would think. <laughs> well, they thought that someone was going to buy it on the black market. There are people who buy this shit. I was reading, there's a dude in New Jersey who just buys mummies. I guess I, but my, I don't know. I would immediately. I guess yeah. If it's on the black market, it's clearly not um like above board, right? So, so like they're not gonna call the museum and be like, "Hey, check this mummy out," you yeah. know? Because they're gonna get in trouble. They're just gonna be like, "Fuck yeah, I got a mummy." So yeah, so yeah, I guess this happens frequently. Um, so that's one. Or she was a murder victim. Yeah. And the, yep, and the whole thing might have been done to cover up her murder. That's what I think. Yeah. It's really fucked. So Akbar and Riki were interrogated about it, but I guess they actually didn't know anything about the origin. Like Baki, Baki is the one who knew where the body actually came from and they never found him. Mm. So yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The other possibility that was mentioned doesn't really apply because the body was so fresh but I want to talk about it because it's really fucked up. And it's one of the original thoughts before they realized how recent the body was. 
Because at one point they thought maybe it had just been a mummy that was like a different mummy and put into the case and like they made it look like it was the princess because they thought they'd get more money for it. But it was, you know, but it was like an actual mummy, like an old mummy. Okay. So um, if it was an older mummy, it's possible that it was still a forgery because there was a time when Europeans believed that eating Egyptian mummies would cure a variety of ailments. Mm. Hmm. Wow. So, Diet culture just starting. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Uh, um, okay. They believed that it would cure anything from headaches to internal bleeding. Yes, exactly. The bodies were uh, crumbled and ground into <gasps> a powder. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they were combined with alcohol, chocolate, and other food for consumption. I oh just my god, wanna... is that what allspice is? It might be. I've always wondered what allspice it's is. It's actually Old Bay. <laughs> <laughs> or like meat tenderizer. Oh, yeah. I've always, I've been like, what? that's a fucking I weird. I think meat tenderizer is just salt. Oh, it's probably just salt. Yeah. Probably just okay. a lot of salt and maybe some like, um, like uh, paprika or something. Yeah. Yeah. I also want to point out medical cannibalism is not new, but that's for like a whole different episode. <laughs> I think we've talked no. about it before. No. Yeah. <laughs> we've talked about it before how they used to we... boil down prisoners for the fat. Oh, and we've talked about how like some cultures like cannibalism. Uh, I just. Yeah, have to... but this is I'm talking about European medical cannibalism. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's a thing. Um. And there's did like you know, theories. Hold on, did you know? I just heard this. Did you know that the smell of formaldehyde makes people crave meat? Ew, no. It makes me want to throw up. <laughs> I swear I heard that on a podcast. Uh, maybe they're fucking with everyone, but I, I, uh, I'll look it up. <laughs> I'm curious. I've smelled formaldehyde, and the only thing I wanted to do was vomit. Does formaldehyde make you hungry? What? No, because it's always got, like, dead baby pigs in it and shit in, like, biology class. Formaldehyde really does make you hungry. It was once used as an appetite-enhancing treatment for anorexia nervosa. Oh. Mm. (laughs) Oh. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Nope. Uh, Alright, enough. I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, I cannot. That's horrifying. Um. So the eating of Egyptian mummies reached its peak in Europe by the 16th century, and mummies could be found on the shelves of apothecaries across Europe. And some people say that's why we ran out of mummies. The 16th century? I'm sorry, but that was not in the grand scheme of things. That was not that long ago. It really wasn't. That was like, what, 500 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Other oh. medical cannibalism is newer than that. I just want to point that out. Oh, my God. And eventually Please. what happened is they realized that, oh, well, it's not just the mummies. It's any dead bodies. So really, we can use any dead bodies. Oh, my God. Yeah. So um, there was a whole thing about why they thought the – not them, but, like, researchers were, like, looking into it and why they thought that the, – because apparently it did do something – but there was something in the resin on the mummies. It was something that started with a B. Bit, bit Reuben. Some kind of like 
anti-infection, anti-inflammatory thing in that resin. And essentially they were eating that resin, but they thought it was the dead bodies is what was going on. I don't fucking care. Any way you slice it, no. That is, okay. Yeah, That's fucking disgusting. Yep. Okay. So the whole thing was a fucking sham. The woman was either a murder victim or a grave robbery for the forgery so they could make money. They don't, um, but they don't know for sure. They have no idea. Oh, uh, man. Eventually, eight years later, the body was put to rest with proper burial rites, but they were never able to identify her. And I'm oh. not sure if they couldn't use the DNA because of the drying process that had been performed on her body. But I really wonder why they hadn't at least tried. Like, they didn't try and get it from a bone. They didn't, you know what I mean? Like, well, nothing. was it, was it just. Well, I guess they don't know where it came from, so they don't know if it was, like, in a marked grave or not. And it it almost makes me wonder about, like, the heart, like, all that kind of thing. Like, yeah, okay, so we're saying they fucked up by removing the heart, but maybe they did it on purpose. Same as they took the teeth. I don't know why my gut's just telling me it was a murder victim. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't think I truly think. I think that they were trying to just cover it up and make it look. Yep. And I don't necessarily, like I said, I don't think Riki or Baki knew. I think that, uh, um, what's his face? Dickhead that's gone. Um, I thought that was Baki. Oh, no, Baki. Baki's gone. I meant Akbar. Akbar and Riki. I don't think they knew. I think they got suckered into it. Yeah, but you know what? I I get what you're saying. Like, they, they maybe, maybe they believed it was a real mummy, too. But it's like, bro, don't fucking sell shit. Don't sell human oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the black market, you dumb fuck. Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Baki, um, you son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she was also, like, super small. Really small. And another page mentioned she might have been 50 years old because they saw osteoporosis of her bones. Well, so, like, you know, that actually kind of makes sense. Because, like, uh, my grandmother, she... She's always been like little, but she is teeny tiny now. Like right. she just like she probably is about uh I would say five feet on a good day, but probably not even five feet. Yeah, I just I don't it's one of those things where I'm just like I wish that more science like had been done here. Like more scientific yeah. tests and like they wouldn't have buried her. Like, I don't know. Um I'm not really sure who's correct. The case ended up falling out of the media's eye, and as of today, there are still no updates. I wonder how, I don't know how advanced, like, those nations, like, DNA testing is. I mean, they sent, they outsourced, like, carbon dating to Germany, so. And they sent stuff to America to be tested, too. Mm, Okay. Yeah, that is is pretty strange. Like, I I wonder if it was, like, once they figured out it wasn't a real mummy, they were just kind of like, meh. Yeah, but I, I guess. I just, it's one of those things where it's like, that's somebody, that's somebody's somebody. Oh, yeah, that's a huge bummer. Like, I really yeah. wish they would have done more. Oof. So maybe they're listening and they'll dig her up and figure this out. Hey, you should. And Baki, I swear to God, you better come, come forward. What little the fuck? shit. Yeah. So uh, that's the end. Let me give you my resources. Uh, Wikipedia, ancientorigins.net, the Atlas Obscura. Uh, archaeology.org, Reddit, uh, grunge, sciencemag.org, and sciencehistory.org. Okay, where did you find that sort? Because that's the kind of shit I'm looking for that I can never find. 
TikTok. What? Did she mm-hmm. really? Yep. I was I was like, so listen, I I've had a hard week and I went down this really dark rabbit hole of super fucked up cases. So I was like, I'm gonna just do a fucking heavy one because I'm already in a shit mood. So I started looking up like uh Junko Futara and Maddie Clifton and all these cases trying to find like DNA cases. And if you have not looked those cases up, don't do it. Just don't fucking do it. Okay. Um because I might cover them eventually, but it's very, very sad and it'll put you in a bad mood. And I was like, I can't fucking do this. So I got around. I was fucking around on TikTok because I was like, I just needed to shut my mind off for a bit. And up pops this fucking case. And I was like, what the shit? And I was like, I have to, I have to do this case. Oh, okay. So if you go to TikTok and type in true crime, that's a whole tag. And there's like a whole true crime world on TikTok. I wonder how the TikTok cult's doing lately. I haven't checked lately. I'm pretty sure they shut most of it down. Let me look. I'm curious. What's that called? Like tree? Is it like tree? Tree is alive. Yeah, that was his TikTok. All right. Sorry, everyone. You might get a loud TikTok noise because I'm opening it and I can't control it. Oh, no. His TikTok's still there. He just posted a day ago. Huh. He's always shirtless. (laughs) Recently. I don't know. The whole thing is fucked. I haven't I haven't really watched a whole lot of it because I just don't like at this point I'm just like it's going to be what it's going to be. Oh, well there's a there's a um an article here from Input it's called and it says Trouble in the Garden: The Rise and Fall of the Infamous TikTok Commune. Ooh. Social media brought Tennessee's the garden Global notoriety, spurring ch- uh, charges that it's cat-eating cult and leading to a member that it's a cat-eating cult and leading to a member exodus. Now the commune's future is in doubt. Huh. Yeah. Wow, that oh sounds really God. fucking dramatic. Yeah, it really does. We'll have to do some digging and update you all on the TikTok cult. Yeah, I'll read this article. Yeah. That's Weird. Cool. All right. Yeah. That was a good story. I like Thanks. that. Thank you. I uh, I really thought you'd dig it because it's just something different. That was a hot dig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like that didn't you? That was good. That was really good. Um, do you have anything for Pat and Rue? Um, but I just I'm just obsessed with Handmaid's Tale. I'm sorry. I know I've said it. I know I keep saying it, but I'm obsessed that's okay and that's um that's really really all i have to say (laughs) okay um i just want to announce that six days ago a 27.5 ounce clip springer antelope was born at the brevard zoo in florida a what a what what a clip springer i'm gonna send it to you it's very cute okay uh you're gonna enjoy it everyone needs to look those up Sent it to me on Facebook. That's where it's at. Okay. Oh, that's mm-hmm. very cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, oh, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It's almost like deerish. Yes. Yes. So, uh, very, very cute. And. Oh. Yeah. That was. That's pretty adorable. 
so that's my update. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Do you want to do socials? Sure. Please send us some stories. I have <laughs> I have a weird and gross story for you next week. <laughs> Sweet. Excited. Yes. Uh it came it came about from a conversation with friends who are asking me about the podcast and what we discuss. And they were like, oh, what about this? And I was like, oh my God, fucking barf. I'm going to barf everywhere. I'm totally doing that story. <laughs> I'm so excited. I will make sure to come with an empty stomach. Uh, you must. You must. Okay. Um, but with that being said, send us more stories. Because after this one, I'm going to be, um, I'm not going to have any like in my queue. Okay. Uh, you can do that at our Gmail. It's chardonnayanddna at gmail.com. Our website is chardonnayanddna.com. Uh, Facebook, Chardonnay and Sign DNA. Instagram at Chardonnay and DNA. Twitter is not even worth mentioning, but it's at Chardonnay DNA. Uh, Patreon, same thing. Patreon, same thing. Can you, you can access that from our website, yeah? I don't actually know. I have to look. I can't remember if I linked it. To be totally okay. honest. What's that link? Uh, it's literally just go to Patreon. You type in Chardonnay and DNA. Okay, there you go. So, yep. Um, cool. check out uh Terry's podcast, Lobby oh, Boys. Yes. It's available on Spotify. There was a little uh ad promo kind of thing on uh, last week's episode. So, yes. check check Terry out. And support Terry. Um. All right. Yeah. And just dig it, man. Dig it. Just, I like that. Just dig okay. it. Just dig it. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.